0: Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review, TV film review, uh, not TV film, television movie review. Uh, this is for Marvel's Werewolf by Night, a special present, a special Marvel presentation. Uh, so it's a television movie as they as they call it. But I'm going to class it under films because that's technically what a television movie is anyway. Which is a movie made for television uh, on Disney Plus, which is where this is. Uh, I'm your host, Matthew, and uh going to start off spoiler-free. I've not got tons to say in the spoiler section, although may, maybe I'll come up with more to say as we, as we go through and as I start talking about stuff. Uh, there's a few very interesting things to talk about in the spoiler section. Um, but yeah, let's start off spoiler-free, for those of you that haven't seen this and you want a general opinion. Uh, let's go to our rating system, which I like to do. Uh, we've got strong must-see, uh, must-see, don't-skip, possible-skip. Skip and then a hard skip, so there's three sort of tiers in the middle. I'm gonna give this a light must see, which is still a very high rating, and a nine out of ten. Um, I really really enjoyed this for the most part. I thought um, this was a very good idea. Um, I think the plan as well with because this hasn't been labeled MCU, this is kind of MCU adjacent. Which is really, really interesting if you consider the last several years of Marvel content. Because ever, ever since, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ended and Cloak and & Dagger ended and The Gifted went off the air. And, you know, they, they've gotten rid of those other sort of non-MCU Marvel shows. And obviously, you know, Daredevil's had the transition and everything uh, with, the, with the She-Hulk episodes and that. And with Daredevil getting a new show. It's interesting that this this wasn't labeled as like okay this is MCU, but it's MCU adjacent because I it, it's interesting because this is as I kind of said about um uh the Phase Four so far of the MCU I said about this yesterday when I did my She Hulk review Phase Four has been a very interesting experimental uh, time for, for for the MCU and if this is supposed to be within that which I think it is. Um, like an experimental marvel type of thing. This is a very interesting um, sidestep to kind of take. Because what you can do here is if if you don't come up with a plan to add to this. You can do this as a one-off thing. But you could definitely build upon what's here. And certainly that there's a, some pretty obvious characters that you could add to this as well. Um, there's a few, there's a couple of little MCU nods in this. Nothing too sort of like front and center, but there's there's a few kind of interesting little things. We'll get to that in the spoiler section. Um, but anyway, this is basically, Listen, so what is this about? This is basically about a bunch of these different characters, and they meet up to uh, like somebody. They they're attending somebody's funeral. And they go to meet up because the person that's died has got a special stone, and it's a um, Hunger Games-esque sort of thing, as like the last one standing gets the new get gets the stone, and they get to have this mantle, which I thought was was quite interesting. This took a little bit of time to get going. Uh, this is only like fifty-four minutes, by the way, for, for the, in case you don't know how long this is or anything like that. So it's a, it's a it's a film. It's on Disney Plus. It's still under the Marvel section, and that it's called Werewolf by Night. It comes up with like special Marvel, uh, Marvel, a special presentation, and then um, the entire thing for the most part. Is in black and white. This is a black and white. Werewolf. Kind of horror film. And it takes itself from there. I had no real problems. With the actual story. With any of the characters. With the pacing. There's a couple of times. Especially one particular occasion. Which I will point out in the spoiler section. Of a little bit of plot convenience. Of like, oh, this character needs this thing. It's here. Um, and there was, yeah. I'll I'll get more into that in in the spoiler section. And that thing that happens is kind of important to how the rest of this goes. Um, but it's so interesting with the with it continues to be so interesting with the MCU because if this wasn't like Marvel themed or it didn't have Marvel's name on it, I probably wouldn't have watched it. Not to say, like, these types of things aren't really my thing. I mean, I love Night, Night of the Living Dead. I have a lot of respect for that film. You know, black and white zombie film uh, pretty much kind of kick-started the zombie film genre off. I have a lot of love and respect for that film. I did review that, I think, uh, earlier this year or last year. Um, I I I don't mind. Like, I will watch things that are in black and white. I've got no problem with that at all. But this sort of, like general oh there's werewolves and there's like people that can do things and people with weapons and they are fighting for something um and if yeah if if this didn't have the marble label marvel la- marble the marvel label on it i probably wouldn't have watched it uh for the most part i did really really enjoy this once it kind of got into its, cause it because it sort of takes a little bit of time to get into its and set things up but once it does that and it kicks on i was having a really good time i was having a really really good time i would say that you could potentially view this slightly as a popcorn flick in in, in certain parts but this is much um this is much this is much better but this is much better and more interesting there's more to this than just a popcorn flick but some parts of this like, oh, there's interesting characters killing each other. That's where the popcorn flick type thing comes into it. This was this was a very interesting thing to watch. I, re- I really did kind of enjoy my time with it and that. Um, there's not a ton else to talk about, really, in the spoiler-free section. It was quite short. It it was short, sweet, and to the point. And I, I've said loads of times about, like, certain shows and certain seasons of TV, how they're, like, six or eight episodes, 30 minutes, and they just get to the point um i believe they call that all killer no filler uh, this is this is very much like that and yes even though i said that the start is a bit slow the start isn't filler the start is just set up but once you get past that you really get into kind of the meat of everything that's going on here um because for me i'm not really like um i don't mind werewolves when it comes to those sorts of creatures like werewolves vampires zombies zombies is much more my thing i don't really care for vampires werewolves are kind of cool if they're in something that's more interesting like this um and there's other kind of characters in there that are are quite cool as well um who i will talk about and mention later on um but no i I enjoyed my time with this a lot it was really really good i'm very curious to see because i i would like marvel to build upon this i mean in terms of other characters because i mentioned earlier Quite clear and quite obvious that okay if, if you even if you look at the trailer for this thing, you could see like because what other types of Marvel characters... like Blade would fit in it in here really really well in in this tone of what you've got here. Um, characters like Morbius, maybe Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, um, Doctor Strange possibly would possibly maybe a different variant. Because um, the way I started watching this... Was like... Okay, this isn't M- this isn't canon to the MCU. But I'm going to treat this as like it's... Because we're doing a multiverse. We're, we're, in, we're in the multiverse saga now, aren't we? Because I think phases 4 to 6 is the multiverse saga. So we're in that now. And we've already done multiverse things already. I I am going to look at this... And even if this doesn't become official... The way I looked at this... Was, okay, this is MCU adjacent but the adjacent part is in on a different earth which if you look at the tone of this you could easily see it working that way of like this because i i think our main like where we've got thor and iron man and you know our our main avengers that we've been following for over 10 years i think it's called earth 616 i think i think that's the number you'd have thought it'd be earth prime but i think it's 616 uh, or 616 um i can't remember what they what they talked about in Loki. Um, so, yeah, I I think it's supposed to be that one. Um, but you could kind of see how this would work to be an MCU thing, slightly separate, but in a sort of, like, it's the the, the Dark Universe set up. And I would love to see this get built upon. I would love to see, and when we we have Moon Knight, um, could easily either bring back a previous Ghost, um, I was going to say Ghost Rider, Ghost, yeah, Ghost Rider, um, you could bring in a new ghost rider you could put doctor strange in here possibly you could have um once blade gets back to production um you could put blade in here eventually you could put who's the other character that i said M- morbius is in, it, it was it was kind of interesting watching this and thinking like okay which mcu characters that we've already got or marvel characters that we've already got could fit into this and obviously morbius is a vampire i, I still haven't seen morbius i've no intention to uh to see that but um obviously you can't have the same you can't have the same tonal version as Jared Letters Morbius in this so it would not work you'd have to you'd have to you'd have to change it I don't know if you'd have to recast but you'd certainly have to change the tone of that character um, not, not in the same way of like Daredevil going from Netflix to She Hulk, because that's just a, a, a slightly different tone. This is like a really, really different tone. Um, We've literally got like a dark universe type thing, but Morbius could fit in here. Um, so there's a, there's a few characters you could use in the future, certainly, um, if you're going to expand upon this. I hope that they do, because if they if they don't, I won't be like disappointed or or, or annoyed. I'll sort of look at this as like, okay, this was a great one-off story if you're going to treat it as that. But you could have done more with it. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how many... I, I do wonder how many people looked at this on Disney Plus or when it was announced. And thought, oh, a special presentation, that's like one of the one-shot things or whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But we do have a multiverse. So there's there's no reason this can't just be a different Earth. And you do a bit of... I mean, that's kind of what Doctor Strange and Wong four isn't it the 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 dimension hopping and all that so uh, it's kind of interesting anyway that's my spoiler free thoughts i really did enjoy this i thought it was excellent um i would love to see this get built upon um i would trust if it does get built upon that it, it would be successful and interesting um at some point i would suspect that they would do maybe a big screen version not of this film but like something for the uh big screen in the future but we'll i to see how it goes i don't know how many people actually watched this um but for the most part people that i've heard that watched it really enjoyed it um and i have as well um i don't think it's like marvel's best thing or whatever but um i, I very much enjoyed it so yeah that's it for my spoiler free section here i have a few interesting things to talk about in the spoiler section um so we're going to take a break and then we're going to get into that spoiler section see you in a minute today's sponsor is manscaped you can get 20% off with your order with manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them which is UK. that's etalkuk to get 20% off your order and free shipping with manscaped they sell various different men's grooming products from shavers razors ear and nose head trimmers different clothes and deodorants you don't even need to google manscaped themselves you can click on the link in your show notes whether you're on a podcast player or the website Uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that'll get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging it is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscapes quality thanks very much to manscape for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Alright, spoiler time, if you've not checked out Werewolf by Night on Disney+, uh, you're going to want to do that if you don't want me to spoil this, because there are some interesting things to talk about. Um, But in the meantime, you can of course listen to one of our other podcasts on entertainmenttalk.org or podcast platforms if you want more Marvel-related content. Yesterday I just reviewed She-Hulk, the the first season. Um, Also done a preview podcast recently for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Looking forward to that. Um, For DC stuff... Um, I've done a recent preview for Black Adam I'll be reviewing that next weekend as well So look out for all that But TV, Games, Films, eye podcasts, A bunch of stuff to check out for all of that um, So yeah, check out other stuff that we've gone You can either listen to some music in the meantime ASMR Or you can listen to one of our other podcasts Because I'm going to get into the spoiler section now So mute it, click it off Pause, back, homepage Click on something else Because um, I'm going to get into spoilers now um so there's two kind of interesting potential MCU connective parts. That the, the first one's maybe a bit of just a nod but literally at the very start of this thing um I can't remember who's doing the voiceover but they sort of say like oh our, our event you know our avengers heroes or something and it's got like silhouettes of the, the the original avengers. Um so if this was going to have completely nothing to do with the MCU why would that have been mentioned? Because You're kind of telling your audience, like, okay, we're acknowledging the Avengers. Not like they're going to show up or characters are going to talk about them, but we're acknowledging their existence. Like, that's literally the first thing that happens in this film. Um, And again, you don't get any, like, Thor or Captain America or anybody like that showing up, but it's an acknowledgement of, like, the world that the audience knows, which is the Avengers. So that's interesting. Um, The other one, I, I, I tried to get a good look at them at certain points. The guards in this film look like they're the T. Is it the TVA time, time variance authority? Um, so they're the people with like the helmets and the suits on and stuff, and they got those sticks. These sticks seem to have a bit of a different design to them and a different purpose as well. Because if you remember from Loki season one, where they were introduced, um, they had the, the cattle prod thing still, but it would like we found out obviously it, it doesn't kill you. It uh, what was it? Did it put you somewhere else? I can't remember where it was. Put you in a different area or something. With this, they did just seem to be um, stun baton type things. Uh, whether there's whether that's a different setting for them or something. But there's something about their design that's very clearly TVA-esque. And I was kind of looking at that and thinking, okay. Again, you got a multiverse, which was explored in Loki. The, the whole like timeline thing. If this is on a different Earth, maybe this is a different, like, version. Because if this is in, in in the Dark Universe, um, there could be, like, a different version of the TVA. Because when they used the stun batons in this, it didn't, like, do the same... Because it made them, like, disappear or whatever it was in, in, in Loki and it would go off somewhere else. In this, when they used it, because they stunned the werewolf quite a few times, it didn't do anything like that to him. It just made him stunned which didn't end up working but um, the the uniform is almost exactly the same whether that's just a coincidence and these are just uniform people in, in, in uniforms that look exactly the same and have a stick type thing I, I don't know but I remember even discussion coming out because they, they were shown in the trailers as well I was like is this the TVA and obviously that could have a little bit of connective tissue um, so I, I like the way that this is finished with because this could be a one-off story if you don't want to build upon it. But if you do, again, you can introduce the number of characters I already mentioned. Um, but you could at some point, if you continued this, say like, hey, this is this world's version of the TVA. Because I don't remember in Loki Season 1 them saying, okay, all of our TVA look exactly the same or anything. Um, but I don't know, they they wear the exact, almost, I mean, it's in black and white, like you can't really sort of see it in colour or anything, but... Um, they look exactly the same from from their from their outfit and everything so that was interesting um the the plot convenience thing that i mentioned as well so you've got elsa and you've got jack they're they're kind of our main two characters They're the two that end up surviving and obviously the tree as well um what was the tree's name let me have a look at this uh cast list um just scrolling through some of them it wasn't ted it was something really basic, wasn't it? It hasn't got the tree tree listed here in the cast. But the the tree that was in this. Um. So they get... So she takes cover, kind of, in this room. Right, Elsa. Jack ends up running off to the room. He closes the door and she goes to warn him about not closing the door. But it's too late. So they're stuck in there. There's a bunch of graves behind them. And she says like she she like pulls something off of the wall or whatever it was and starts climbing and says hey my was it my 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 grandmother or something she said or auntie somebody like that like oh said that when she'd be buried she'd have so such and such with her and she starts she breaks open this grave which are like stacked on on shelves and she like smashes the name thing in and starts like pulling stuff out now she might have gone in there knowing that the graves were in there, but, but but correct me if I'm wrong. She wasn't even supposed to sort of be there, not not just in that room, but at that event. Because there's several characters that turn around and be like, "Oh, what are you? What are you doing here?" or or, or whatever. Um, and then her family member happens to be buried in this exact same room that she's in. And I looked at that and I thought, like, no, I can't really, that's that's a pretty, because it helps them to get out of the room, right? And it helps them to, because it's that um, thing she had on a chain, which has some really big um, plot importance later on. Because not only does it yank that woman away, um, but it gets the stone off the tree. Those are two very important things. So her just suddenly kind of after a few minutes, because she doesn't go in there straight away and be like, "Oh, I'm going to get this thing out of the box and whatever out of the coffin." She just like, "Oh, the the grave is over here," and I'm going to smash the name. Like she doesn't dig someone up. The grave is just on this shelf, and she smashes the name thing in, and then puts. It, she digs out a bunch of stuff, and it's just there. I just found that to, unless there was some setup there that I missed or something, that that, that just felt a little bit too convenient. Um, Unless she knew it was in there already. But the thing is when Jack bursts into the room. She's clearly been in there for some time. If you knew it was in there. Why wouldn't you have just gotten it straight away? I feel like I did miss something with that. But... Because they sit. Not not only does she sit in there for a bit of time before Jack gets in there. After Jack gets in there, she sits in there with him for ages, and then suddenly decides, "Oh, I'm going to get this thing out of the out of the coffin." And I was kind of thinking, like, why didn't if if you knew that was in there, which it seems like once she once she'd sprung into action, it was like, "Oh yes, this thing is in this box that I need." I was like, okay, well if you if you knew that was in there, why didn't you get it when uh, earlier? Either when Jack came in and the door was locked, or when you first got in there, um, but e- e- even that being said, when they're walk, when they're doing this walk through the maze thing, which by the way, that I'll talk about the set piece of the action in a minute because I really, really enjoyed all of that. When she's walking through and she's trying to survive and everything, she doesn't kind of just like I don't remember her saying, "Oh, I need to find this exact thing" or or, or whatever. Or that it would be for this specific giant that Jack also knows, who has a stone on him, and I have this tool that's buried in a coffin that will get that off of his back. Um, yeah. So that n- none of that really sort of connected um, for me. That was that was a bit to, again, unless there was information that I I somehow missed or whatever, which I, I don't think that there was. Um, bit too much plot convenience there for, for my liking it, especially it, even if she'd mentioned having the goal of getting that like I don't because she doesn't go in there straight away and start looking at the graves she goes in there and sits down <laughs> so even if you knew that's where the room was or, or you knew the room was there and you knew you were there for it and she has to find the room. Even when she gets in the room. She just wastes time sitting in there. So. like, Why did why why did you. Was it just. Okay the plot commands that Jack has to get into that room. They have to have dialogue about something. And then she has to get it. I just didn't. I just couldn't quite look past that. Um, other than that. Other than that I don't have any real plot. Um, convenience type things. So there was that. Um. Apart from that yeah I thought the, the action was really good you had that guy with and I don't know all these like all, who all these characters are and everything you got Versala um who was like the main woman who was posting everything or Ezreal. uh Joven Joven was the one yeah he had the big axe thing um yeah there was some really good action in there cuz you had the the axe cuz she kind of knocks him over Elsa kind of knocks him over climbs away with it and then you get this guy who's got this like mini crossbow i i like those those weapons those are pretty cool um assassin's creature had those at some point um and then he tries to like uh surprise her from a door and then he gets his arm cut off and then th- she, she kills him from there i thought that was really good um so that was great as well um i i liked all of the maze action that happened i thought all that was uh put together really really quite well so that was good Uh, so that was great as well um and then she has to like hide in the kind of hide in the trenches type thing right and just to close uh hold the guy's mouth closed while the other one went past i thought that was good um so you got that going on and then eventually you know they get to finding the, the the tree and everything and um they get on with the with the job at hand and then of course we get kind of the second half of the film which is um all like the, the cage and the actual werewolf stuff. I thought it was brilliant to see this werewolf. So this is Jack turned into a werewolf afterwards. Uh, he's jumping around and everything and like killing people and stuff. And I thought to myself, is this Marvel's first or the MCU's technically first horror film? But no, Doctor Strange I think is classed at uh, Multiverse of Madness is classed as a horror film. Uh, certainly so because there is blood and stuff in that. Um, but no, all of that was really really good with like um breaking out of the cage there was a particular shot actually um that jack was sort of doing something the camera cut away to i think something else and you just see this hole at the top this gap at the top and it's like oh he's gotten out i thought that was a really uh really really good moment as well uh so that was great um what else did you have happen and obviously elsa broke out she i i like the combination with the cut together scenes of her doing the sword fighting and Jack just sort of jumping around ripping people apart um I also really enjoyed the um once he gets into that corridor and a few more of the TVA if we're calling them that people start coming out and you get this like corridor type shot I think those are usually filmed pretty well for the most part so that was uh, really really good and then just one by one they, they, they take everybody out um as they were doing that and as, as all this really cool action was happening, I was kind of thinking, okay, is it like what's the sense of stakes here? I did feel a sense of stakes, um, particularly I think the moment when because Jack tries to pick up the stone. By the way, is that supposed to be? No, because she mentioned uh, Urs was it Ursula that had died, somebody that had died, and it was their it was their stone that they were fighting for, wasn't it? Um is that supposed to be i couldn't help but look at that and think of infinity stones because that's not just an obviously that like the infinity stones weren't just created for the mcu that was in you know the comic books with thanos in them um but i don't cuz i can't remember because they they cause you got like the yellow blue red i can't um all the other different colors i think there's five, five stones is there that thanos gets um, there's probably a red one. They all actually do different things. I remember the yellow one is the soul stone. Um, that's where you have to like sacrifice somebody to to get that. I can't remember the specifics because they all have different powers. And what Thanos was able to obviously do put the gauntlet on, collect the stones, put them on. Not only could he then snap his fingers, but he could like because one of them was like a um, reality alternating thing. I'm just trying to think back to Endgame now, what he was doing. One of them was like a blast kind of thing. I remember him pointing his fist at at Iron Man, where Iron Man was like blasting whatever he was doing. And Thanos was kind of doing it back. I thought that was quite cool. Um, I can't remember specifically what the red one was for, but I don't think this is an Infinity Stone. I just thought of Infinity Stones because, you know, stones in Marvel, to me, I think of Infinity Stones. Um... But I can't remember the, what the specific because I, do, I don't remember what they're all for I, I only sort of remember the because the blue one's are Tesseract that is the that's the one where you can dimension hop because doesn't yeah Loki uses that in Endgame doesn't he Um, to pop away the 2012 Avengers one and then yellow yellow's, yellow's the Soul, soul Stone um, but I, I can't remember what red is for, but they did mention this is Ursula's one. So I think this is just a different stone, but I was just thinking of infinity stones at the time. Anyway, get th- back to the point of, um, yeah, when Jack start, tried to touch this, the stone, um, and he got like flung back from it. I was like, oh, okay, this is a bit of an interesting turn because I thought they were just going to break out through that wall and then that, and then they would like start chasing them or something, um so that was when I felt a bit of a sense of stakes and then you never quite knew when Jack first turned into a werewolf in that cage of like, Oh, was he gonna rip Elsa apart and then the bit later on where they where they've both killed quite a few people and um she does the it was very Beauty and the Beast, wasn't it? I mean I've not seen Beauty and the Beast for a long, long time and I've not seen the live action version either. Um that very much reminded that 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 almost felt like an Easter egg of beauty and the beast of like you've got this i don't know the beauty trying to calm the beast down or, or something like that um that kind of reminded me of that so that was pretty good uh, and then yeah they have kind of kill everyone apart from the butler-esque sort of character i thought she i thought elsa was just gonna stab him or something or break his neck but now she's like no you can you can just clean this up um so yeah that's kind of most of what happens in this film, again, I really, really enjoyed it. I hope that the um, Marvel build upon it in whatever way you can. Um, maybe introduce some of those other characters. I mean, you can introduce Moon Knight because Moon Knight's been fully introduced. Ghost Rider, you kind of could. Morbius, you could, but you'd have to change the tone of the character. <laughs> um, who else? Blade, best to wait to you know for, for his film to come out. Um, but this is maybe like, like like if you do want to have. I don't think Deadpool would fit in here, really. If you do want to have the slightly more R-rated, darker things, so like characters like Moon Knight and Blade and all, all these sort of more violent characters, although you can still get away with using those characters in the MCU, because I thought Moon Knight was a success. If you want to, like, slightly branch away, still MCU, but slightly branch away and do Dark Universe stuff. This is probably the area to do it. Because I don't mind watching all those characters. In stories that are all like black and white. And Dark Universe. I think that would be an interesting. Almost like side part of the MCU. But then you could still make the MCU canon. So we'll have to see. There's there's certainly some ideas you could build off from here. Um, so we'll see what they decide to do. Uh, whether they're going to do Werewolf by Night 2. Um, I don't know. I mean in terms of like how you would do a sequel you couldn't do the same event again, like oh somebody else has died and um the stone because it, all the all the participants plus um versa Ver- Verusa, um are dead. Like the the one who was running the this event are, are all dead. So I don't know. Um unless Elsa and Jack hosted it or something. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure as what is what exactly is you, could, you could do with that. But again, you could still put other characters into this and build upon it. Um, that's pretty much everything. I can't think of anything else. I talked about the plot convenience issue that was there. Um, you still could have told that same story, just in a bit of a better way. Um, I thought there was an interesting sense of stakes in this. I thought seeing the werewolf in this fight was very cool. Elsa was very cool. Um, I had a lot of fun watching this. Um... And yeah, there's a few interesting, like I said, um, the the mention of the Avengers and also um, possibly like a slightly different version of the TVA in here. Which makes me think when we do go, because there is going to be a second season of Loki, I think that's supposed to be next year, will that reference Werewolf by Night? I don't think it will. Because I don't know when you go back to the MCU content, because I'm not expecting like this to be brought up in Black Panther or something, um, or in I guess Ant Man could do it actually. But when we get back to our sort of like more grounded Marvel stories, how do you bring up what's happened here? I suppose the thing you'd need to do is one of our main let's say main characters, main MCU characters, one of them finds out about it. But given what like Doctor Strange and Wong sort of get up to Um or what Hulk was getting up to in, in She Hulk. Um, it's not really that far fetched that somebody might somebody might find out about what's what's gone on here. I don't know. Um my guess would be 'cause what one of the kind of the connecting tissue characters for the MCU across, like She-Hulk and a bunch of other stuff, has been Wong and Doctor Strange. Um, so maybe like they hopped into a dimension and they found out about this. I I don't know. That that's maybe the they they're sort of like the um well they're the portal, Copping dimension characters, aren't they? So maybe they can find out about it. Or again, maybe Loki can find out about it in some way. Um, I'm trying to think back. How did Loki season two end? Didn't they find some sort of multiverse thing. I can't remember. It's been like two years since Loki. Anyway, that's it for my uh, review of Werewolf by Night. I very much enjoyed it. Um I had a great great time with it. And again I'm really, really loving this experimental side of Marvel because I uh, honestly I don't I don't know what they couldn't do at this point. It doesn't mean everything they do is gonna be a raging success. But in terms of experimenting with different stuff, I mean you've just gone from like, you know you you've just gone from Doing Avengers storylines, doing a celestial storyline, a legal comedy, and now a Dark Universe storyline. Uh and then we're gonna get back to like more sort of main main MCU which is like with Black Panther and everything. Um So yeah, I I'm I'm really loving phase four so far. There's a few things that haven't worked quite as well as other things, but I'm really interested to see where, where all this goes in the next couple of years. So, Anyway, uh, what did you think of Werewolf by Night? What do you think of any potential MCU-Marvel connections? Um, the reason it also makes me think they might do some of that stuff is Marvel isn't really making TV shows and films that aren't MCU... Uh, thing. That that aren't, that aren't for M- M- MCU. Like, everything that they make is to do with the MCU. Um, so... Uh, what 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 would this have have served if it was sort of like not MCU? I don't know. We'll we'll see. They're not doing a DC where like DC is just like hey, there's this little universe and this little thing and none of it's connected and all of it's all over the place. Like e- everything that because you got like the the Arrowverse and, the, and then then the DCEU then the Joker universe, then the Batman. Um, uh, Re uh, not Reeves. um Matt Reeves, is it Matt Reeves? Director? What was it? Yeah like, his Batman universe, then you've got, like, Titans, which is separate or whatever, and then you've got, like, Superman is Arrowverse adjacent, because he is or isn't in, in the Arrowverse, and then, you, then you've then you got, like, the Snyderverse, then the DCEU, it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just, wait, wait and not keep it simple, <laughs> you know. Um, I get if you want to have different pockets of stories in different areas, but, like, my God... Um, Anyway, that's enough of that. Uh, Let me know what you thought anyway of Werewolf by Night. Do you think this is connected more to the MCU? Do you think it's not? Do you think it's just a one-off random story that they were able to tell? Um, What do you think of everything in here? And what did you think of the action and the characters and all that sort of stuff? Let me know. Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org Twitter Talk UK there's contact page and information in your show notes. Email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes as well. Uh, In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, May Night, podcasts. Check out all of that over there. Entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, TV, games, films, May Night episodes. Take a look at all of that. Uh, If you want to support Entertainment Talk in other ways, you can of course tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find it. Um, either by just telling them or using social media, however you want to share the word around about what we do um, Patreon $5, $10 level tiers for the every podcast review options, have a look at that as well if you'd like to uh, For your TV and your film news, for updates on Marvel's future or DC's future or just your general TV and film news uh, Geek Town Radio on Tuesdays and uk throughout the week for TV and film news, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, all those sorts of things so there's all of that. Uh, Twitch, you can find Beck streaming pretty much daily over there. Trista bytes, she's streaming Little Nightmares 2, classic and retro game streams, and chat streams as well. Me, Twitch eTalkUK, you can find my streams streaming over there. Uh, big stream next week, Thursday, is going to be my final session playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare because I'm going to move on to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Uh, so look out for that. And if you miss any of those streams, game clips, archives of streams, anything like that, entertainment talk plays over on YouTube. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.